We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Left, we transition because change is on the way. Change has happened this morning at Notre Dame. Change is going to continue to happen. Will it be good for Notre Dame? We'll talk about it on the Lucky Lefty Podcast. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, Lucky Lefty Podcast channel, CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. All of our great content. Leave five stars. Leave your comments. We respond to all. We greatly appreciate it. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know. We spin it different. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix.
Left, you remember Thursday when I threw the NBA on the petty train? Yeah. And I said, there's no reason to ever have an all-star game in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Like, for what? What What are we going to do? Way too cold. And it's like, dude, it's the all-star weekend. It is a dry city, number one. Everything closes by midnight. That's not conducive. So if, if you've ever been to an NBA All-Star Weekend, you will understand what we're saying. That's not conducive to an NBA All-Star Weekend. That's, that's not going to give you the full experience with it being like that. Yeah, dude. So last three years, it's been Cleveland, Salt Lake City, and next year the All-Star Game is in Indianapolis. I don't know if Indianapolis is conducive for NBA All-Star Weekend. Left. It's I cool mean, for a Final Four. I think Indianapolis got some stuff. Mm, it's not. Well, it's not. I tell LA, you what. It's not Miami. It's not none of that. But well, Indiana in that little area, the square. In twenty five, it's back in L A. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> twenty five is back in L A. So it's better places coming down. Yeah. But that sparked the conversation that we had because we just didn't like the way things were changing. Now, man, look, you might disagree. Shout out to Mac McClung and what he was able to do in the dunk contest this weekend. I like that uh, he tried and it and he didn't have many. You know, I thought he did good. Oh, he did fantastic. I don't. I'm not going as far as say he saved the dunk contest. No, 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 no. He just he just gave the most exciting effort that we've seen in a while, and I think that if the NBA dunk contest has so much more potential. And yeah. I don't know why they just decide to maybe you know they want to give the young guys some exposure. I get that. But yeah. Matt McClung just signed a 10-day contract. He wasn't like Thanks. he was just on the bench somewhere. He was not even in the league. Facts. <laughs> so Facts. I don't know how that works. <laughs> Facts. Look, man. I don't know if change is necessarily going to be a good thing overall. And, you know, I would love to see what LL Nation and everyone watching has to say about this because we know that college football playoff expansion is coming uh, after this season. This is the last season of the 14 format. It's going to be expanded to 12. I just don't like the changes that are because I think once you start changing things, let me let me give you a few things, right? You know, they changed all the rules to make football in the NFL more appealing on TV, to increase scoring. They took the physicality out of the game. They took hitting and punishing the quarterback out of the game, which made the position a little bit easier to play. And now Daniel Jones is asking for $45 million. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, love? See, this is this is the byproduct. <laughs> this is the byproduct of making things and making changes, right? He said $45 million, huh? He wants $45 million a year. Which, if I'm the Giants, that dude would get laughed. Man, I would laugh right in his face. Like, are you crazy? 
You want me to go ahead and put this but, this print but, this tag but, on you? But, go ahead. Tag him. However, I thought it was BS when they drafted him that high anyway. So well, that's I a whole nother conversation. I don't think it's far fetched for the man. I would ask 45 million to see you drafted me number two. That's I'm, an entirely different conversation. Yeah. Some have uh, chosen to look at this weekend and bring scrutiny upon your boy to say that he ruined the dunk contest when he decided not to do it because they didn't elect him to an all-star game as a rookie. And he basically froze the NBA out. He said, I'm not doing the dunk contest. Talking about LeBron James. Oh. And you're saying how all the other great players participated in the dunk contest. All the players that were considered the best and not him. And now these young stars don't want to do it, right? Like a job Morant, like other guys. There truly was no star power this weekend in the NBA. But I think the way the game has changed, I just think more people are more attracted to the three-point contest than they are the dunk contest. Why? Look at the way the NBA game is played. Look at the way the game is played. So it's changed good. Notre Dame has had a pressure pretty much every year that they can never lose more than one game in a season in order to make the college football playoff because of the lack of affiliation with the conference. With the expansion taking place, that pressure is relieved a little bit because now Notre Dame can probably get in with two wins, two losses on a season. Yeah. I don't know if that's good for Notre Dame. Is right. Let's say Notre Dame just goes on a run where they're losing two games a year and get in. Does that really mean they are closing the gap? Because ultimately the goal is to close the gap and win a national championship. It's not, you know, because if they're just selling, if they end up selling us, well, we've made the college football playoff four years in a row, but you're, you're in the same place. Like you, you haven't made any progress towards getting to a championship game, ultimately winning. Well, I do. Think I just question. I question whether or not expansion and change is ultimately going to be good for Notre Dame. I, it's it's something to think about, in my opinion. It is. I, I think what also happens too is the way that the playoff structure has changed, making it a what is twelve team bracket. It's a different gauntlet, so it's no different than how in the NCAA now you're getting into Duke, getting into the the, the championship. I mean, the March Madness. They're not necessarily a one seed, but they're in there. But if mm. they can powder their way to the championship, they forget about having a terrible regular season because of the the new season that you get with this new playoff structure. I think it just getting in is mm. what matters. But when you're in 12-team playoff contention, you play back-to-back weeks against the top, what, 10 teams in the country, I do think it does change the outlook of what it means to win a championship once you get to that arena. So it's like the play-in bubble. 
all those teams that went to the bubble, it became a different style of a way to win a championship, a lot harder. You're not going home. You're playing consecutively. You're in the same space. Not The same resources are changed up and a little different. It, it, it makes it harder to win a championship in that aspect. But at the same time, at the same time, you get an opportunity to, to look at your season in a different light. The Lakers may not have had a great regular season, but when they hit that bubble, they transformed into a team that had a new season, a new way of a new way of doing things, became better. And through winning that championship, that means a lot to them. And I think for Notre Dame and how we go through it, we're going into a, a 12-team bracket. Getting to the playoffs is really good because it shows that we had the uh the right amount of acumen and talent and, and, and ability to, to do what we've been doing so often. We've been 10 years of being a consistent 10-win team and missing the playoffs from technicalities, three or four points, uh, uh, um, uh, a loss or two at the last second. There's been a – then when we made the championship, it was a bunch of storylines that got us there. So that expectation of making the playoffs has been the bar that's always – limited us and us hitting the ceiling on we can only get to the playoffs if we're undefeated pretty much with this playoff expansion the the ceiling's risen there's a new ceiling there's a new height to where the playoffs boom we in there okay now let's rechange our mind now that we in the playoffs can we get through the gauntlet can we beat a oregon old miss in Alabama, and then clemson in four weeks straight to win a championship i would feel proud of that as a as a person on the team by Marcus Freeman, because okay, all that regular season noise, it was getting played out. We didn't we didn't gave away to winning this coach of all time with no championship. What does it mean? Ten win seasons, we not happy enough. We spoiled. What does it mean? But them ten wins got us in. That's our that's our golden ticket. But we can talk some stuff. We beat a Bama, LSU, a Ole Miss, a, a Oregon, a. Uh, uh, South Carolina, like all these teams back to back to back to win the championship. That now, now, the, now it makes it even. Now it makes it less reason for us to be in the conference. Because getting into the playoffs is the new conference. It's like now getting into a 12 playoff system, that's better than the SEC, better than the uh, Pac 12, better than the Big 10. Now it makes sense for everybody to be independent. Or at least have a region. You play your region. And then if you're good enough, you get into the ultimate tournament, the NCAA tournament. How much does a college basketball season, regular season, even mean? If your name ain't on that, that bracket, it don't mean nothing. If your name ain't on that 64 team bracket, or was it 32 or 64? You're mute. You're mute. You're mute. I was watching the history. The SEC Network has a history of uh, basketball in the South going right now. I think it's like a seven-part series. And, you know, of course, you know, you know, guys like Adolph Rupp and other coaches did not allow African-American players to play. They didn't recruit them. And then his uh, predecessor, I mean his successor, Joe B. Hall, you know, gets two kids, two African-American kids from Lexington the first year he coaches the scholarship and those two young men lead Kentucky to their first national championship in over a decade. And it just points out 
that how incredibly difficult it was. You know, the best 32 teams played back then. It wasn't. Right. A, see, expansion is all about money. It's, like, right. it's not about stop thinking that expansion is about finding truly who the best team. Expansion is not about to change who the best team. Georgia and Alabama are going to be better. It, look, let's stop. Let's stop. This is about money. This is about money and giving certain fan bases a feeling that they have a shot. Mm. I'm, dude, in a month, I'm going to have a feeling that Illinois can win the national championship in basketball. Well, knowing, wait, knowing darn well that they have no shot at all. None. Okay, okay think about this, though, for football aspect. If Illinois this year, this team, this year, got into a 12-play team, you think they'll go far? Especially how they played Michigan this year? You talking about 23? Or the team last, from last year? Team from last year. 22 te- no, the quarterback was horrible. No. So you're saying the game they played against Michigan, they wouldn't give other top – I mean, because Michigan was technically the top two, three team in the country. They right. took them to the wire. And they yeah. near should have won. Yeah. Why didn't they win? Why didn't – no, no. Why didn't they win? Why didn't they win? Because of, because of their quarterback. Because of the call. Of the, they had to be – that as well. That as well. I, facts. But my point is, if the quarterback played this game, they should have been up 10 points. It should have never came down to the call. Okay. That's, that's my point. But they they outplayed Michigan. It wasn't even close. They outplayed okay. Michigan at Michigan Stadium. So that team in the playoff bracket, you're not thinking they making noise? No, because in a big game, the quarterback was still going to come up short. No, I know my team. This is the same team that beat Iowa nine to six. And <laughs> Iowa couldn't score. Iowa was horrible. Why? Because the quarterback position was horrible. I watched them go to Indiana, thoroughly outplay Indiana. They should have been up 20 points. The quarterback kept Indiana in the game and allowed Indiana to come back and win on the last drive. So this is my point. You had a lot of ugly wins too now. They had a lot of ugly wins. that's That's a great example. But you know what? A team like TCU is the type of team that could get beat. On any Sunday. Wait, wait, wait. So expansion affects t- uh, teams like TCU more than it affects teams like Georgia? Yeah, of course. Of course. I agree with that. So expansion, who does it affect? That's perfect because Notre Dame is pretty much in the middle of Georgia and TCU. So what's the effect on Notre Dame? That's what we're trying to figure out today. What's the effect on the playoff on Notre Dame? Is Notre Dame going to be open for an early round upset? In South Bend? We're going to have to play early round. And it's most likely going to be a home game. Right? Because they can't, they won't be in the top four. We can't, yeah, we can't be in the top four. So we'll always be five and playing an extra, ga- an extra game like everybody else. It's just, it can knock us out. Now, what gives us greater, a greater percentage of chance to make the playoff every year? Yeah. And that's something, that's something you can sell to recruits. Oh, we've been in the last playoffs every year. Yeah, you're gonna be in the playoffs every year. But the question is, are you going to win? Are you going to win? And once again, because we've been sold so much as a fan base, that's my issue. Are we are we about to enter into another era of being sold? We've been to the playoffs. We got to the playoffs. 
we got to the playoffs and we're no closer to winning a national championship. But this also begs the question where it comes up, why we feel like when moves are being made that don't seem like we're getting to a championship, we have a problem with it. Don't be mad at us for having a problem with it or speculating mm-hmm. because we want to get past that monotonous. We made it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. 11 games. 11 games. Can't get over the big one. Can't win the big one. So if the moves were made how we all felt we was on the same page for, rooting for, we wouldn't be saying you not supporting supported getting to a championship in this new system. Because from what you portrayed to us is that you found the answer. You found the answer. You had two potential answers for exactly what you said would take us over the hump. A move like this gives everybody the feeling that we're going to make the playoffs, and that's it. That's why we're upset. We want to be feeling the confidence of, okay, we got Andy Ludwig. We're not just going to be no playoff team. We might we might mess around and Bama might have something on their hands. Georgia might have something on their hands. With a move like this, you leave people thinking, are we going to be able to block next year? Are we going to be able to get to the playoffs next year? Are we beating Clemson, Ohio State, USC next year? Don't blame us. That's the move that was made. Yeah, I haven't heard Jared Parker nowhere else in college football or no potential OC hire. I haven't. Did you hear about it? Nobody's heard about it. So to hear about it on Tuesday, him get hired Friday, you, you know something we don't know. Or these are moves made because nothing else was available after you done had your whole process and gone through your process. So for us, you're right. I think the playoff gives us another chance to be right where we've been but also give us more credit to, to if we go and do the damn thing. Because now we're, like you said, the best of the best. Everybody's complaint from the BCS era to this playoff ranking era was that mm. nobody could, like the Coastal Carolinas couldn't get a chance when they're undefeated, this, that, and the third. Now you're going to have all the best teams because now teams are getting so good to where teams are missing the playoffs Losing one game. You talking about Alabama losing two games, still making the playoffs, wanting them to make the playoffs, you know? So now it's 32 best. I mean, no, it's the 12 best. And I think you'll have a less control from college football administration on who they're picking. And now you bust it wide open and allow the, the best team to play to get to the top. Not like the NBA, which I think is the best playoff system because you seven games, you you just the better team. Oh, but, facts. Over seven games, unless injury happens, you definitely find out who the better team is. Of the NBA playoff system. It's just you can't play football like that. <laughs> right. No, no, no. It would be nice if you could, though. Oh, man. If, like, just... if you could cut injuries off like you do on Madden and just knew that you were going to get the same team <laughs> playing at the level. Yeah. Oh, that would be incredible. That would be incredible. So... Unfortunately, you can't have it like that. So this is the closest thing by putting the best fish in the pond yeah. and letting letting the hottest team win. Because that's how the that's how the NCAA works, and it it is great. It makes a bunch of money every year. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's super 
super not fair because you yeah. can get a good path. Like yeah. who's the team that got a good ass? It was Duke, right? Duke had this super nice path and then lost the championship or something like that. Or well, Baylor. Duke, man, look, the Zion Williamson team. Oh man, they was getting, eight, dude. They were the, the number one of number one seeds, and they gave them the craziest path. The craziest right? path. They had to play Taco Fall to get to the sweet six or in the sweet 16. Yeah, like, then they on. played somebody else crazy in the Elite Eight. Then they yeah. played Michigan State in the final to get, no, they played right. Michigan State in the Elite Eight and ended up losing. It's it's crazy. Do I think a number 12 seed would ever win a national championship? I mean, anything can happen. I don't think now, it does. Now, think about this. Let's say a top team loses its quarterback in the middle of the season. Right. Finds a way to get in on the back end of the playoff as an 11 That's 12 seed. Yeah. And then they get their quarterback back for the playoff. And then or they make if you a get run. like a 12 seed wins a great game and then the next game, the other team's quarterback gets hurt, and then they 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 get over. It's like you know stuff like that can happen in a system like that yeah. to where okay, you might get a one off champion just because Georgia can't. You don't know what can happen. The injuries are on, so four weeks in a row playing the top teams in the country, even though you're the best team, anything. Yeah. That's a Bennett can't put four back to back weeks together of four hundred yards and six touchdowns, can he? Yeah. Can he put four back to back to back to back games like that? Then I would I would have much more respect for what he's doing. Yeah. If he played Oregon, Alabama, uh, Notre Dame, and Clemson to win a championship and had four hundred yards, six touchdowns in each game, I would feel how they feel about him now. <laughs> but even with Joe Burrow, it would be nice to see Joe Burrow. Have to go through a gauntlet. Okay, you crushed the regular season. You won the Heisman. Y'all got to play Clemson, Bama, Ohio State, your old team, and then a Baylor or something to win. Right, because it's like for some reason they find a way for Georgia and Bama never to play in the regular season. Never. Ever. 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 It's a conference, but these two teams never play in the regular season. Ever. Very interesting. Yeah, very interesting, right? Very that's like that's kind of like uh, which is going to be interesting because once they bring in Texas and Oklahoma, somebody have to do. Yeah, somebody's going to have to move to the east. Yep. Georgia's yep. already in the. I mean, Alabama's already geographically closer. <laughs> but you know darn well they're not moving <laughs> Alabama to the same side. Well, Saban's still there. No. No. It's not happening. It's not happening. For money purposes. Yeah, so that's that's my thing, you know. And I thought it was a a reason for a great discussion, you know, because I do believe that as we make changes, you know, this, this is the world we live in. Like, change is inevitable. And the changes we make, you know, as if you watched any of the Avengers, Right, or Doctor Strange movies. Anytime you impact or throw something into a stream, you create an alternate stream. Yeah. You create an alternate flow. And you have to deal with the consequences that are alternate flow. And we just pointed out, you know, what the All Star Saturday night has become due to decisions that were made years before. 
it used to be on the day disturbed that the players had to be there on Friday for All-Star Weekend. This cat Luca showed up yesterday. So Adam Silver's just much looser. Man, these dudes don't care about All-Star Weekend, man. Your best players don't even care. And I just think we're going to see expansion is another stream that down the road is going to give us some outcomes that we might not like as Notre Dame fans and as college football fans. And we just need to prepare ourselves for the inevitable because it's coming. It's coming. Could we potentially get a playoff spot? Let's say we undefeated. Could we be a top four team if we were undefeated? No, no. That's part of the negotiation. No. Deal. No. Join a conference, you can. Stay independent, you can. So the highest we could ever get is fifth. But technically, that's first round home game, I guess. Basically. You're playing for a first round home game for until they make an exception or something. I think Notre Dame, as long as they sit in that five, six, they would never have to play against a number one seed. In the second round, they'll either play the two or the three seed in the second round. So more than likely, they'll have a better chance in the semifinals. Right. You know, think about it. If you are undefeated as Notre Dame, then you're playing the two or three seed, which you should be favored against. Yeah. If you're an undefeated Notre Dame. So, you know, it's up to Notre Dame, Marcus Freeman, to build that type of team. Yeah, you're going to have to build depth, and he's been doing that. Yeah, he's absolutely been doing that. over scholarship, aren't we? Like eight guys or something like that? I'm not sure how the numbers broke down. I thought, well, we still have to wait for the spring to see if there are transfers out. Because there's still a okay, still possibility that some guys transfer after the spring. And that might get the numbers down to where they need to be. But, you know, as I said before, man, we love LL Nation. From the chat today, it seems like everyone is kind of, you know, diverse in their feelings about where everything is. Do you feel like LL question of the day? Do you feel like CF? P expansion is an advantage for Notre Dame. That's the question of the day. College football playoff expansion. Oh. Is it a positive for Notre Dame? Is I it really it just moves the goalposts for Notre Dame. Like mm-hmm. you said, our whole thing was trying to make it, trying to make it, trying to make it. Now is we're making it, we're making it, we're making it. But the result of both is that are we winning it? I think not being in a conference, it just plays out the same. Are we going to win it or not? Now, it's a tougher road, and I think it can help us if we refresh going into a quote-unquote new season. Mm -hmm. What, what, four games to a championship? No, it's three. Okay. That's that's technically a new season. A third of a season. I mean, what, a fourth of a season? Yeah. So if we can take advantage of reshaping ourselves as that, because we know we're as the new season, we're going to play a two or three seed. And then 
it only gets easier from there at that point because unless the one just is winning outright, we have a chance to get there a lot better than some other teams that may enter in the playoff system. So I think that uh, that is our new goalpost. Mm. The end result, man, if we don't have a quarterback, if we can't get uh, on the same page on this this staff issue, that's, that, that is what it is. I don't know how you get grow better, even if you do hire somebody new. You know, you got to be able to – some things are a staple. Your quarterback is a staple to a championship. A great head coach is a staple to a championship. A great defense, which we've had a lot, is an ingredient, but it ain't going to be the, the end-all, be-all. Because the championship games, points are being scored. <laughs> Facts. Even against the best team. <laughs> they 45 points. Yo. <laughs> so... You got to have that dude at quarterback. Now, this is something else, though. Now, I, I will say, I think football playoff expansion will affect scoring in the first two yes. rounds. Yes. Because you don't have a full month now to scheme. You don't. You don't You're have right. a full month to scheme. That's true. So now you have enough time, maybe a couple of weeks, Maybe. To get guys, get maybe a week to get guys rest. You can't scheme a whole month for that first round matchup. Now the teams that get the buys, they have an advantage as far as scheme because they will have that buy. We don't get a buy unless they give and a we week. We can't get that buy. Yeah. Well, do the playoff games include conference championship games? Yeah. So no, we might have. No, no, no. You said conference championship game. No, the conference championship game, if I'm not mistaken, is still going to lead into the seeding and the automatic bids. So oh, I think so what the, that we call? The, the, it's just like the basketball tournament. Whomever the conference champion is will have the automatic bid. Into from, those, the from the power five. Yes. So it's not going to be seeded before that. Okay, so then we'll have that week of conference championship play still. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So that'd be our first round by, essentially. Right. Essentially. I so guess you're right about that. Same. Yeah, it just plays out the same. <laughs> Are we going to win a championship or not? <laughs> you know, now it, it, it's going to be very interesting to see if the scoring picks up. Yeah. As I anticipate that the scoring will pick up as the playoffs go along, or if the scoring stays pretty much on par. Because I think, with, you know, Ohio State did what they did to Georgia because they had a whole month. They had, time, they had a month to well, prepare. Well, well, okay. They also no, no, no. The way time. they did it, the way they did it, if they just had a week to prepare, that game wouldn't have, wouldn't have been. Really? Wouldn't I mean, look like at the game. It would, have been the, it would have been in the 30s. Because think, look, no, no. how much are you really coming off Michigan, Right. You have the off week because you didn't go to the conference championship game, and then you're facing Georgia like the next week. I think they – I mean, just the way they Listen play. Listen, wait, wait. Physically? Wait a minute. Physically? Guys don't have a month to get back and feel better? I'm just saying. It's a lot that's going to change. They gave up 40 points against Michigan and 40 against Georgia. 
It didn't change. With no, the I'm, not talking about a, I'm not talking about Ohio State's defense. I'm talking about what Ohio State's offense was able to scheme from against there, Georgia's defense. We know that Ohio State really ain't got no scheme. It's CJ and their best receivers versus whatever the other team got. And the way they have plays, some of them plays wasn't like, oh, that was smart. It was like, you know, man, they I'm going to cut that part up and put it on TikTok just for Ohio <laughs> State fans since you love trolling them so darn much. It's true, though. Come on. What schemes do they really have? It's they have the best quarterback oh. and they got the best receiver. And that's all they, that's whole, they, that whole connection. It was frying Georgia with that too, just throwing it to him. What did you at any point did you say, man, Ohio State got some plays for Georgia? Or was it like, man, Marvin Harrison is just dogging these dudes? CJ Stroud is really a number one pick. Like he's really it just so happens we have a really good defense, and so we gave CJ problems. Yeah. But but that's before they even knew Mark. They were still on Nick Jackson and Jigba Smith over at that point. Facts. They was like, wait a minute, wait, this Marvin Harrison guy, he's pretty good. And CJ was like, you know what? I should just start throwing it to him. Next thing you know, he's on ESPN top highlights, making one hand grabs out of bounds. Yeah. That's not a scheme. Yeah. That's two best players in the country against whatever the other team got. And that's what they did to Georgia. That's why I'm like, that may have been the same game because both defenses wasn't there. <laughs> Usually you need more weeks to get your defense better. I don't they had a month and gave up 50 points. It's gonna be interesting to see how, you know, not having that month off gets teams ready and how they're able to come back. And I think injuries, possibly getting players back at a certain time, or not getting players to be back in the first round. You know, because they have more time, you know, for the bowl game. It's going to be interesting to see how everything plays out. I had an interesting comment here from Stoops. Stoop the five. Big time Oklahoma fan. He said, how does Notre Dame compete financially in this era of expansion? Um, we won any financial game. Let's just put it out there. Like <laughs> so, look, finance, look, this is, this is, this, once again, let me explain this to people that might understand. This is the era of independence, whether it's in music, TV, that's the way of the world. Notre Dame just happened to be before its time and understood the power of independence. So you give me 300000 I could probably build a fantastic crib here in Illinois, left. If I give you three hundred thousand, you're not getting much out there in LA, bro. A nice apartment. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. But it's the same three hundred thousand. You understand what I'm saying? So you're getting way more bang for your buck over there. Absolutely. <laughs> so everyone is trying to do. Notre Dame has no financial problems, man. No. It, Notre Dame doesn't have endowment. They're top three always. They got plenty of money saved up. Plenty <laughs> of top two. <laughs> the alumni always willing to give money. What did we they made raise? $5 million dollars in five Dude. hours. That was crazy. On, that's that was that's crazy. not a normal. That's why I was like, it's so funny. Jack hit us with that end of the letter. Join the new Rockney Foundation to give us more money. 
they have a new apparel deal coming up. That's probably about to be six crazy six figures. The last one TV deal. They got a new TV deal coming up. That's about to be crazy. Notre Dame, dude. Notre Dame's gonna be fine. They're gonna get a home playoff game. That's what they're getting out of this playoff expansion. Every time what they negotiated. They're getting a home playoff game and probably a road second round game. And that's it. What they care about is that home playoff game and that gate. In that gate. What that, the, that's in the money that's they the care. Game. That's what they care about. Getting the the whole, yes. That's what Notre Dame cares about. Getting that home they playoff that, game. They need that door fee. Absolutely. They need the fee at the door. Absolutely. Else, Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. So this and this is what I laugh and tell people. You know, especially Ohio State Michigan fans that, you know, still begging us to join the Big Ten while they talk about us. Like they talk about us, but then Man, why don't y'all join the Big Ten? Wait a minute. Michigan, you were the reason we couldn't get into the Big Ten. You vetoed Notre Dame not getting in. So, look, Ohio State and Michigan do all the heavy lifting, and Rutgers walks away with a check. How would you feel about that, Left? Left. Left. If I left... If I left the show and you had to do the show solo for two months by yourself, wouldn't you be like, hey, bro, come on, man. Yeah. We have, have to renegotiate. Yeah. Bring your, bring, your bread to, bring your bread to the potluck, man. Rutgers like, is over there just leeching off of the big team. Man, leeching. Rutgers well, is leeching off of Michigan and Ohio State. Or really, Vanderbilt is making a killing off of the backs of Georgia and Alabama. A killing. A kill. And dude, Vanderbilt is a magnificent campus. It is. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, it's a beautiful campus. Vanderbilt is nice. (laughs) Beautiful campus. I remember when I took baby girl on her visit. Fantastic campus. If you're ever in Nashville, you want to go to breakfast, go to the Pancake Pantry. It's absolutely fantastic. I love crispy bacon, bro. They know how to make that bacon perfectly crisp. But I digress. And that's what, that's what they, and, that, and that's what it is. They're building up off the backs of losses. Yeah, that dude. Notre Dame has two fat contracts coming up. They have no problem at all. TV and apparel deal is going to go crazy because you know those those contracts are for years, maybe seven or eight years. You know what I'm saying? Like this is. That's what the that's what that's what makes it so funny when you get these buyout stuff, this buyout questions. Like we can't find the money, but we raking in all this money. Mm-hmm. They're defending that. They're not defending Marcus Freeman. They're defending that. Yeah. Like, whoa, 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 whoa! It's yeah. a we're not giving up our good stewardship. Yeah. Not the 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 five half a trillion dollars we about to make next year. That's not why we're not buying the dude out. It's our good stewardship. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what they're defending. Good stewardship. They're not defending Marcus Freeman for that. So we man, look. Oh. <laughs> it's still a good day. And we will break down what Marcus Freeman and Jared Parker had to say on tomorrow's show. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, Lucky Lefty Podcast channel. CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. All of our great content. Leave five stars. Leave your comments. We respond to all. We greatly appreciate it. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know.
we spin it different. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's going to be fantastic. I promise you that. Let's get to some of our questions, the comments. Uh, let's see. Long time listener, Lee Marie says, with respect, I don't understand how you can challenge what Freeman said. I choose to believe the coach and what he said today. The coaches decide to stay where they were. Time to move on. Well, with respect, Lee Marie, we can challenge it because there's two sides to every story no and more. somebody's line. Somebody's lying. So either you believe Notre Dame or you believe the people that and the sources from Utah. And as far as sources are different, what I can tell you is the timeline that Notre Dame put out does not line up. It doesn't line up. So either they need they need to do a better job with the story they're putting out and clean up the timeline, or else the way it stands, we fell into the truth on on just doing our job. Literally. Like the dude was about to was just investigating the story on the other side, being being the smart journalist that, that, that happens here at the podcast to the point where they even told us. We like, wait a minute, we we expecting a whole nother okay. So like, just doing your to- job, being on time, you'll find the truth because the truth always comes out. We're trying to. We're, we were simply trying to talk to him about Andy Ludwig coming to Notre Dame, and what Notre Dame would be getting. And literally, we got caught up in the middle of him breaking the story on Monday night. But the Notre Dame timeline is all about Tuesday, and Utah is behind on time. So, if you're negotiating on Tuesday, and he said no on Tuesday, but the Utah reporter broke the story Monday night that he wasn't coming to Notre Dame and reported it was because of the buyout. What? What? So the buyout wasn't an issue or wasn't an issue? You, 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 what Marcus Freeman said today, negotiating buyouts is what happens all the time. It's what happens all the time. So that goes back to what Notre Dame fans were upset about. Why are we trying to negotiate? Why are we trying to negotiate? Yeah. It's a buyout knowing that we're just about to rake in all this $5 trillion from these deals. It's what buyout shouldn't be a conversation, shouldn't be a story, shouldn't be an article. It shouldn't be an obstacle. It's what the alum 
as to what the alumni base had a problem with. Why are we negotiating? Like we can we can get that in ten minutes. Less than. That's the issue. That's the, that that's the issue. Period. We're not decision makers. All we're saying is, man, look, stop trying to just throw dirt over something as if people are just going to ignore it. Come on, man. Just Let us today know. was supposed today once again, today was supposed to be about Jared Parker. Wait, I thought today was supposed to be about going over the cow cave. <laughs> today was supposed to be about Jared Parker. And once again, Notre Dame found a way to make it about something else. And for what? No, dude, Notre Dame fans didn't care. They didn't care about that. They just didn't. David Littlefield, thank you for the super chat. We appreciate you, my guy. I got Truman, Theodore Dumel. Man, are you guys really about to settle for uh, Derek Carr up there, bro? <laughs> Instead of trade for Aaron Rodgers? I hope not. Jared Parker will be a secret weapon for us. Let our haters sleep like Rip Van Winkle. We got this. Go Irish. Let's dunk on them like Nike Mac McClung. I hope I hope Mac does get a Nike contract. Real talk. I hope he does. I hope he does. I hope he does. And personally, look, we talked about it last week. I prefer, I prefer the combination of Jared Parker and Gino Gadouli. Yes. I prefer having an OC and a quarterback coach as opposed to having the OC doing two jobs and then having the tight ends coach. Like, I prefer it. The way it's worked out, we've said that. The question then becomes, okay, do – as long as it stays on he's calling the plays and the guy's developing how how they're brought in, we should be be in a really good position. I agree. Because that's better than what we had last year. I agree. Just one indie gal. Thank you for the super chat. Two words. Hostage video. <laughs> he seemed a little, he really he really was distressed, but he was making himself distressed. Because you're volunteer, like you said, information that we're thinking this is about Jared Parker. You start copping please and making sure you let us know stuff that we didn't ask. It was just it was just a weirder interview. Man, this has been well, a crazy offseason. Oh, yeah. We're oh, Marcus man. Freeman. Man, there is no other podcast that supports Marcus Freeman. I'm <laughs> the fullest. Man. So, for real, when it comes to that, I mean, Marcus Freeman is going to be all right. I think as long as he knows that every game is important, which I feel like he does, and that every game could be your last. <laughs> I think that's going to help him uh, coach more free. Yeah, you know when you're when you're thinking you got somebody got your back and they don't. I think that distracts you from what's ahead. But as long as you know what's ahead and you're only worried about that and you rolling with the punches, I think we'll be all right. John A. One, if you're not averaging 20 minutes a night, you should be. At, you shouldn't be at the All Star game. 
if the NBA continues to go down this path, just invite the internet dudes for the dunk contest. No need to be in the NBA. They got guys in the NBA that can be like the internet guys, though. So I don't, you know, the selection committee, because, you know, even the, it's funny, they still have the selection committee for the people in it, but then there's also selecting the judges who obviously are not going for none of the, <laughs> they're not supporting too much of the, the guys themselves. And Lee Marie responded, I don't know if she's responding to somebody in the chat. Um, no, I don't. Did we did we say everybody at Notre Dame lies? No, but they have been called in. They have been caught in a few last week, so we they've can. Been, they've been caught with their hand in the cookie jar. That's a couple just... times last week, so that would never be glossed over. Yeah, it can't because now no. you're just saying, are we are we not supposed to see what we're seeing? But yeah, hopefully, you know, we expect good things, man. Quarterback room is better. Coaching is better. There was a word that was mentioned multiple times or a phrase. Um, I want to make sure I repeat it because they both, you know, Marcus Freeman said this at least five times. He talked about his a coach that can treat his guys better. I want you guys to remember that. He said it at least four or five times. Like, if you want to know what might be a difference between Jared Parker this year and what was last year, Marcus Freeman made it clear by saying, treat my guys better or treating my guys right. I believe is what he said. Think about that. He said that at least four or five times. That might kind of give you a hint to like certain things that might have been taking place. Lucky Lady podcast. Is that a thing now where people are calling uh, Jared Parker war daddy? I Jared saw all the weekend. He hasn't done anything to be called anything yet. I think that he has an opportunity with the with the quarterback coach coming in, with what we have on the team already, what we have mm-hmm. coming in from recruiting already, yeah. that this is a, a slam dunk for anybody that really wants to be good at calling offensive plays. Yeah. This isn't Purdue. This isn't West Virginia. We are giving you the keys to the Ferrari with a with a with a driver next to you that's gonna handle all the other stuff. Yeah. A mechanic. Yeah. So we got a driver with a mechanic for you. So you don't have to fix the car. You just drive that thing to the championship. So because of the circumstances, I'm a huge fan of Jared Parker, but also having huge expectations to where I'm not taking this whole, oh, let him roll into it. No, th- this is not this is not the spot to be rolling into anything. No, no, no. No, so no. I'm going to need him to be performing better than what we had. I don't care about none of that. I don't know what's different. I want better 
than what we had because Marcus Freeman, you scoured the country for better. Yeah. So if you putting out something that's not better, it's going to tell a lot more about this conference that you had today. So I'm hoping it works. Yeah. Yeah. Because you still got everything in front of you. It was never about Jared specifically. It was about you trying to elevate the team and get a better chef for your ingredients. You brought in a chef. Is he better? He better make some damn good food. Because that's what the whole point of it was. You know? The whole point wasn't so much Jared Parker. It was that you wanted a guy to make the team better and your suggestion didn't follow, come through somehow. And we're left with a guy that was already in the kitchen. So yeah, he knows what we got. But what was he doing last year, though? Was it that dominated by the one guy where we not only didn't have a quarterback coach, he wasn't taking advice from none of y'all? That's the guy you put in charge now? So I hope it works because if anybody, he knows the best of what we got. That's all. Indy Norm. Thank you, Indy Norm, for tapping in. We appreciate you. Hey, guys, shout out from here in Kettering. Uh-oh, from the, the, the town, Malik. Yeah. I lost my dad to cancer at the Dayton VA Med Center last Thursday. I'll be watching the Irish without him for the first time ever. Go Irish. Well, Norm, um, our heartfelt condolences and prayers go out to you and your entire family on the loss of your dad. I already know the way you've spoken about him just briefly. I know he's still with you in so many different ways. And for all of our loved ones, when we do lose them, their investment in us is their legacy to still exist here, even when they're gone. So he's still with you, Norm, and he'll be watching you in spirit right next to you each and every Saturday. And hopefully you'll get a chance to shed a tear and remember a national championship with your dad as he watches with you in spirit come next January. That's right. Just like Frank Clark, man. Absolutely. From the entire LL Nation and Notre Dame fan base, we appreciate you. Our prayers out to you. Go Irish. Man, GC, you know how to deliver them (laughs) eulogies. Man, you know. (laughs) I just wanted to make sure that he knew that we 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 love and appreciate yeah. and we have his back. We definitely have his back along with his family. Noma Wap says, as always, show lit, chat lit, love LL Nation, love the passion. Keep spinning it different. Hey, we're never changing that. Lucky Lucky Podcast, home of the misguided passion. You already know. <laughs> T-shirt coming soon. So leave that. T-shirt coming soon. Home of so the Home of the misguided passion. passion. We'll take it. No problem taking it at all. You know what time it is. Petticoat. 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 Junction. It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing.
Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's Petty Historic Petty Junction? Petty Junction, Petty Story of the Day, brought to you by the Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com, that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. You know what? We never thought about doing a Petty Train t-shirt. I guess we do need to do one, huh? That's right. You just add to right. the story, add to the, right. add to the podcast right. story. Petty. He's got a passion, screen poppers. Uh, All of that. Petty Train shirt of the week. You know, you, you can even uh, customize it. You send in a personal photograph. We yeah. can put them as a passenger on the train for you. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to everyone, all the Notre Dame guys that played in the XFL over the weekend, man, getting their shot to continue to play the game they love. Shout out to Train, Cole, man. Petty Train. Every <laughs> NBA player that stepped on that court yesterday. I don't know what that that bull was. Why did they the league allow these all pro, you know, type of games, football and basketball, to be so lackadaisical? Man. Or, or or turn into like this? We it's it's beyond a safety player safety thing. Now it's just like y'all just coming to hang out, like it's the barbecue or something. Man, listen here, man. That was despicable, man. I, you know, the, you know the All Star games I grew up on left. Classics. I used to watch. I grew them up on some classics, man. I feel bad for these kids right now, man. Because that... you waited all season to see your favorite players play against each other for real. Like, yeah, that's the fantasy of the All Star game. Like you seeing Dr. J and Wilt Chamberlain, Magic Jordan, all on the court at the same time. That's better than Olympics, <laughs> man. Dude, I look. I'm sorry. I apologize to all NBA fans, casual sports fans that tuned in to watch that yesterday. That that was a poor representation. You took it to poor, man. That was a poor representation of professional basketball. You see the waste of money on that app that they created, where you can put yourself as one of the players in the live game. For what? I don't want to see myself dunking on the Portland Trailblazers. Why would you spend money for that app? Man. <laughs> That's petty. You trying to be Man. too futurist. Unless you're zapping me from my phone into the game in real life. Yeah. I don't want to see one of the players I'm watching be me yeah. doing regular people stuff. No, no, no. Facts. Tracy Pines, we'll get this. Thank you. What's happening? Could Everett, I'm assuming you mean Golson, have been a good NFL quarterback? Talent-wise, I think so. I just think Everett's just so different, man. He's a he's a different in, individual, man. Love Everett Golson. Everett a, is a renaissance. He's a renaissance, man. Yeah. yeah. So, Physically, though, and throwing the football, man, that man could throw that football, man. Yeah, he really could. He really could. So don't forget, 7 o'clock tonight, special presentation for you guys right here. 
Lucky Lefty Podcast. We'll make sure we put everything out there on social media so you can remember. That's 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, yes, Drunk Vigo, I listen to Cypress Hill. I try not to listen to too much. You know, because too much of certain artists, Cypress, Cypress Hill is real dangerous, bro, <laughs> to listen to. Real dangerous. I can't listen to too much of Chief Keith. I just can't. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little harsh on the ears. It's a little harsh on the ears, you know. You know. But when you hear like Finito come on, it's like okay. Yeah, it always is a is a time and place for certain songs. Yeah, yeah. So for left, I'm Sean Davis. Have a fantastic day. Great Monday to the start of your week. Hey, but hey, left. Man, you didn't tell me they won't kill Billy Baker off the show, bro. Yeah, I mean, obviously I can't tell you, but it, you know, he's about to uh I think he's got Come another on. show he's doing. Okay. And they replaced him. And they replaced him with Morris Chestnut or something. Who they replace him with? Another well, Morris class. Chestnut is the AD at the Yes. Studio. That's why they re- that's that's where they're going. That's the direction. Man, Come you know, on, they can't have man. too many bald head brothers on there, man. Y'all to mess around and kill Billy Baker off All America. Because <laughs> it was going to turn it. Think put about All it, America, put, put the, the writers for All American on the petty train <laughs> for killing Billy Baker. Think about it. If he stayed, you kept Morris Chestnut, it would just turn into the wood just in college. I would have been fine with that, bro. I would have been just fine with that. I would have been just fine with that. <laughs> That's right. Can't believe Billy Baker's gone, man. And they did it so fast. They ain't even have it drawn out, you know? No. It's like we had an accident, accident on the side of the road. Uh, we okay. We cool. Everybody pulls up. Cats just walk in the house like, hold on. What? Yeah, we. <laughs> where, where the writing at? The writing's supposed to give me some. <laughs> like, come on, man. This is the best you could come up with. Now, my boy is going to have to play the sister because now he has to make sure Olivia is okay. And now yeah, they're yeah. mostly going to get reconnected and all that. Yeah, that's how man, you do it, sister man. was yeah. cool. Sister the was, sister was, she was straight. She was, all, she was all doing her thing, man. man. They got to write it back in. Man, I think all Americans just lost me for a little bit. <laughs> They need to bring you back for a couple of episodes. So I, I need to bring back. back. Look, I need to be in the you know in the background. You, of yeah, it, need, it needs to be you and his son battling for the starting position now, bro. Exactly. They cut my role because they had. Uh, remember, they put the uh, the one quarterback that got arrested or something. Oh he yeah, 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 yeah. With Jordan, I was yeah. supposed to be him. That's who I was supposed to be. Come Win on, the man. competition. Left needs to be back on All American. Start the start the hashtag. Left all American. <laughs> I don't even right. know what the all American hashtag is. I think it's all American on NBC or something like that. On a uh, uh, the CBW or something. Oh, the baseball ones is different. The oh, all American homecoming. Yeah, that's a little. I don't know. I don't get the tennis aspect to it. The tennis, baseball, HBCU aspect. Yeah. They're not playing tennis at HBCU right now like that. Yeah, yeah. We'll see, man. But I'm telling you, don't miss tonight. You're going to love it. Lucky Lefty Podcast. But left, 
I'm Sean Davis. Have a fantastic Monday. We'll see you tonight. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.